0: Welcome back to See, Here Love, and this is our season seven finale show, and you couldn't have a finale show without your good friends to hang out with, and so <laughs> we're back. The last yeah, time was the first show yeah. of season seven, and now we're all here.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes.
0: Cheryl, Joanna, Mary, and Matt, listen, what a year wow. co-hosting all of your specific shows, which has been incredible. I've been so proud to see... How um, you have just grown, the topics that you have really addressed, and the feedback that we've received over the year has been tremendous. Mm. Like people literally writing, going, "Thank you for saying that. Mm. Mm. Thank you for broaching that topic. Thank you for the courage mm. to go there." And so, I really appreciate so much of the great work you did this season. And here we are. Yeah. yeah. So why don't we kick off <laughs> with? Your favorite season seven show. Mm. Now I'm assuming it's going to be your own show. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Maybe it's going to be somebody else's I show. Was your <laughs> show. <laughs> I actually didn't think about that when I wrote the question. Right. I'm like, oh, I guess it could have. Okay, so your favorite show of the one that you co-hosted, and why, mm. Cheryl?
2: You first. Well, not not favorite, haha, celebrate, right. but favorite because it was timely and it was necessary. Um, we had a show called Character Over Influence addressing uh, clergy emotional and sexual abuse Mm. in the church. Mm. And um, what I loved about our show is that it was very Christ-centered. We reflected the heart of God, but we spoke truth to the issue and we weren't silent. And so I felt like... we just uh, casted a net for those that have been disenfranchised and broken and hurting. And that's that's what the show's all about. It's mm-hmm. about speaking to all facets and sort of bringing everyone back to the table to talk about what matters.
0: Mm. And I think the one thing that stuck out to me, Cheryl, was your strong word on truth tellers. Yeah. And your prayer at the end about that. That really impacted me to say we we stand with the victims but you also called out and and lifted the truth tellers too so i appreciated that
2: yeah and very quickly how we respond to truth says more about us Mm
0: -hmm. it's
2: it it really reflects who we are how we respond to truth and truth tellers Mm -hmm. it's very good
0: great It was a great great show okay joanna now joanne this was the first time we ever had done this next generation show yeah you basically hosted this show um, in Toronto, which is really cool. Like I, I loved being a part of that. So yeah, your favorite show.
3: So I liked them all. It's like, which is your favorite child?
1: <laughs> you know, come on. Oh, but we, have a, we have a
0: favorite.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the one that stands out to me was pr- the first one we filmed was about relationships and dating. Mm. And I loved it because it was the first of the shows and we were kind of like going off the roller you know down the roller coaster that's how it felt but um it's so important to realize how each generation um is learning about and considering relationship because these are the like the most important decisions the biggest choices we're making in life is both who we spend our life with as a marriage partner but then also who are like friendships who do we choose to be influenced by so it was really fascinating to see some of the differences or positions and more than that how little they learned from church about what I would say is one of the most, probably the top three issues of life, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like how to do these kinds of relationships well. Mm. And so I've I've really been thinking about that ever since. Like what is the responsibility in discipleship around uh, how to do relationships and dating and marriage and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff? Um, and how we haven't done that always so well. Um, So, and it was just fun. You know, we're in like a a warehouse in downtown Toronto, like all these, making me feel old, all these younger people, (laughs) and just like the energy they brought and the excitement that they brought to the conversation is really fun. And I love
0: being a part of it because, Mm. Joe, afterwards you would come in where I'm sitting in the kitchen as I was listening. Mm. I had to kind of like give over the reins to, to Joanna, to host, and I was listening and then you came in and said, what did you learn? I think in the relationship part, I really didn't know that digital relationships were legit. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I actually was like, that is impossible. You can't have a friendship just online and you've never met them in person. And it was really interesting to hear the the generation saying, yeah, and this is why, and this is how, yeah. and I learned a lot. They called out a lot of us as Gen mm-hmm. Xers and leaders on what they need. Right And there was a lot of like yikes, we're kind of missing the boat on some of these things,, yeah. and as a leader, I had to be like, "Oh, I need to yeah. I need a shift. I need to rethink some things on how I do things. Mm. Yeah. It's great. It's a really great season, Joe. Yeah, thanks. Okay, Mary, so Ask the Experts, that's what you Mm. co-hosted. That was a new show for us this season. Right, so can I have two? Okay, yes, (laughs) yes, Dr. Mary. Well,
4: uh, they actually kind of link. So the one show that uh, really hit home for me was our show on Confidence, Confidence in Women. Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. Uh, so revealing. I mean, it dug deep into my core stuff. And I mean, I can talk about it, but when I'm sort of putting myself in that place of looking at how confidence or lack thereof have affected me, have held me back, I mean, I was sad, but also hopeful Mm -hmm. because I could see a pathway for it. And I could also see growth along the way. So that show, but it pairs really well, and that's actually the show I was originally going to talk about is our show on love during the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all got pretty emotional in that oh. one. How did I
2: miss that one? Right? I
4: forgot about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yes, and the thing is, when I am able to center myself and how loved I am, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it just addresses the issue around confidence. So mm-hmm. I, I couldn't separate the two because they're so intricately mm-hmm. aligned mm-hmm.
0: to truly helping a woman Uh, Live Mm. full out in her confidence. Mm -hmm. Mm. So and that was a really great show um, Or just even bringing the experts together because we we talked a lot about very Important things that people really wanted skills and resources for so what I love that you brought Mary was that you were like here's resources online Mm -hmm. take this quiz right um, do this Mm -hmm. Here are resources that was really helpful Mm -hmm. and it was great, you know to have you know Sue and Ellen you know mm-hmm. with us to talk through that and some tough stuff like confidence mm-hmm. relationships over-functioning right mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of stuff was like yikes ouch yes. ouch Yep, that's yes. who I am so yes. and Thank I'm you.
4: hoping that the women as they watch it they'll feel really encouraged yeah they'll feel like they're not alone mm-hmm. and they'll feel hope that they can make these healthy changes
2: yeah, yeah. good so good mm.
0: So co-host, well, you're really kind of like the host because it was the men's panel. So I kind of was like, you are, but you're really the host, and I was just listening and learning. But again, that was a new show for us, hmm. uh, the men's panel, guys hanging out and talking about some really important things.
1: I feel like I should say thanks to everyone for like the first go-through season that <laughs> we made it through, so thanks for putting up with me. Like, it, was, it was great. Barely, Matt. First, mal- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. first last, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your lunch. It's a right. When I think about it, I, um, lots of good conversations. But the Faith After Doubt one, where we interviewed Brian McLaren, for me really stood out because it mm-hmm. still is one of those themes that comes up all the time with friends and people in churches that I get to interact with that idea of asking really hard questions and being able to lean into that. Mm-hmm. And Brian said two things that used two words he said mystery and humility being two. Uh, really important themes when it comes to uh, addressing and asking questions of who God is and what that means for us now. And it requires us to let go of our sense of supremacy, of having having to have all the answers or to know all the answers. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just so important to embrace mystery with humility as we seek Jesus. And to me, that just stands out as one that I'm like, there's a little bit of like, I love the chance to talk with Brian about Mm -hmm. those things. Uh, But it's also been something that we continue to have conversations and I continue to have conversations with a lot of people about as they're trying to wrestle with their own faith and own it for themselves. And Art and Chris, I think added really good things into that conversation. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to pick one. I'm with you on that whole thing, but I would say that one definitely stands out to me from this past season.
0: And that was big. We got a lot of feedback on the whole deconstruction of faith yeah, and doubt. Is doubt okay? Is it good? is it helpful in our faith journey? And it was a really honest conversation. And I think it was really great for me to listen in on what guys were talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're talking about anxiety and depression mm-hmm. as leaders, deconstruction, mm-hmm. you know, a faith, like some really important things. And it was really amazing to hear men go there mm-hmm. and be very vulnerable. And, I, and that was the feedback. People mm-hmm. are like, "Thanks, thank you for a platform where men are saying these things, which means I feel like I can as well. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. Um,
1: How about you, Mel? Mm, you have one?
0: No, of course not. <laughs> I love all my children equally.
1: <laughs> what's she gonna pick? Who's your yeah. What's no. gonna pick?
0: <laughs> Who's the favorite? Right <laughs> now? here we go.
2: Well, it depends
0: on what you give me and what's gonna happen. No, um, no, I love them all. Here's the thing. What? I, and I, honestly, I think, and I want to get emotional as I look at this season, but to have my friends, people I respect and love, in all the leadership and places that you, mm. you lean into and you lead. It is honestly an incredible honor and privilege to be with you and to to open up this platform for you to speak. Mm. It is like the greatest joy. And you know, I say this all the time. See here, love was never for me in that it was for me to just have the platform and just me. God really spoke and said, it's actually for you to allow others to have a platform to share their stories mm. and their goodness and their kindness and their wisdom. So. Hmm. All of them, Mm -hmm. (laughs) all the shows, you guys, all the things, all the shows. And so again, it was a great season. Love the different, um, you know, the different men's panel, Ask the Experts. You know the millennial gen z and I, it's so funny when you say i felt so old because you are still a millennial and still young f- to me joe i You're know right. but the longer we do the show the older <laughs> i <think>. how
1: <laughs> many seasons <laughs> <laughs> she's
0: an og she's an og og cheryl and joanna and then cheryl you know it's so great that you know you've been here and we've had a women's panel the whole time to the start mm-hmm. we just kept going so all right i want to transition now because what a year mm. <clears laughs> Everybody just goes, "Mm -hmm." mm-hmm. And I think it's important for ourselves as friends, but also for our viewers and listeners to hear what you've learned this year. What are some things Mm -hmm. that you're working through, you've been struggling through, but also hope in the midst of a very heavy year. You know, we're still, there's still pandemic, you know, um, presence, Mm -hmm. there has been a lot of, as we even talked about, you know, the show content, a lot of things people are dealing with, but what are you learning and what can you share with us on the journey for you? Mm. Mm. Anybody wanna start or do you want me to just pick? I thought we were going to start. I know, and then I was just gonna throw it around, but- Go Mary. You go, go Mary. Mary. Um,
4: well, it's been quite a year, 2021 for me. A lot of transition, a lot of letting go, a lot of surrendering. And there was always this sort of hopefulness for whatever the knew that God was gonna bring. The way I've been raised Asian, driven uh it must be some big goal that God has in store for me Mm. and I just felt a sense of pressure over functioning can I do this all of those things and so through the course of the early part of this year I've been spending quite time with the Lord and just this growing sense that it's about being present to the now Mm. and letting go of that big scary hairy goal and be present now to the people he's brought in my life, the conversations he wants me to have, the words of encouragement, the times of prayer. And it may be in of itself like random, but I'm sowing seeds Mm -hmm. in what God is doing in that. And I may not see the fruit of it, Mm -hmm. but this is good. So how can I love better? So that's been really pressing on my mind here. Um, So it's freeing me up to be, fluid and open and not have to have a set plan a set mm-hmm. goal and I think that's what I've learned with all the unknowns of this season and even as we've been planning these episodes like we'd have to take different directions because mm-hmm. things would be coming up and that's okay we'll just be present and Holy Spirit talk through us mm-hmm. so that's been a big learning for me for this year that's
0: good. for sure yeah mm. so being present <laughs> mm-hmm it's good. I think a lot of us could be because sometimes we kind of run ahead and we're always thinking about the next thing and we're not actually experiencing what God's saying in the now. And we diminish Kay. the value of the now mm-hmm. because it's not that exciting thing that we
4: thought it was going to be. Yeah. That big ministry or that big project. And it's just, no, you're just here to encourage people and be maybe behind the scenes a little bit, and that's mm. okay.
0: It's good. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Joe? okay well um
3: you know I I used to do work in media creative communications in one church and then since then I now help lots of churches and Christian organizations do that and so in a year where there have been more and more like discouraging stories coming out of churches Mm -hmm. and leaders that for for me and and my generation maybe our generation but certainly my generation key leaders like at Hillsong like at Willow Creek like these Mm -hmm. big names that we looked up to and formed us Mm -hmm. um when you get not just let down but almost horrified by what was really going on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know at, at some level there's this existential crisis for me on like, am I what, in what way, not am I, but in what ways am I part of the problem? Mm. And what I mean by that is like, I'm marketing this stuff. Mm. (laughs) And so how can I best uh, use what is in my hands, use what the Lord's gifted me to do, but to communicate that, like, as I often say, like, it's not just good news, it's the best news in the world. Mm-hmm. But why do we often make this good news just sound like the worst news? Mm-hmm. And so um, there's been a recognition, there's been a grieving process, there's been kind of a recalibration of my work, um, And you know, that's not over. So we're in the middle of that now for all, for many of us. Um, You know, where do we go from here? I think is sort of the question a lot of us feel, but Mm. you know, I love Jesus and I love the church and I want to serve her well, but we need to acknowledge the ways that it is not going well Mm -hmm. and acknowledge the ways that all of us, not just the people we like to, you know, point out, all of us have been in some ways part of that and how can we do better now that we know better? How do we do better? Um, and, and the big thing, I think, for me out of that is that Christians, because of the story of Christ, should be the best at repentance and forgiveness. And I don't mean forgiveness, of you know, but like we should be the best at naming this stuff. Yeah. And so how do we
0: how do we do that better?
3: Wow. And that's that's where I'm at. And wow, trying good. to
0: trying to work through. I appreciate the honesty of that because I think yeah. Joe, there's a number of people, a lot of people who are in that same space. Mm-hmm. Where do we go from you know Where do we go now in this? Mm-hmm. We've been let down and disappointed and grieving and horrified, yeah. and now what do we do with these emotions and what do we do next? Yeah, and I think you know, recognition, the pause, the discerning, you know, community around to figure that out. But it it's true. I mean, I, it's no doubt to me, Joe. You've always said the greatest news mean jesus and i think for all of us we love the church but not in this way that that is happening in the church today right Mm -hmm. so thank you for the good work Mm. that's good learning and please come back and tell us what (laughs) (laughs) what you come out of in this Mm. in this process yeah it's good Mm. cheryl
2: right with joanna um if i could sum it up in two things there's been a massive rejection of labels that i feel have been placed on those that advocate those that are truth tellers and i've had to i've had to separate that and understand the call of god on my life so it's been a hard road Mm. of like um i will not i will not uh hold fast to what you are saying of me Mm. Um, i know that this is a divine moment of truth telling of holding the church, church leadership, friends, family, just whoever to a higher standard uh, to accountability. And so I've had to check my source. When it comes to the racist underbelly, the colonialism, the patriarchy, misogyny, the abusive under dark underbelly of the church, I've had to check my motives. Uh, It's been Mm -hmm. soul searching, spiritual inventory, is there hate here? Is there anger here? Or am I motivated by love? Yeah. Mm. And then having to reject the labels because I stand firmly in that love. And that love does look like accountability. Love does look like speaking truth mm. uh, for the purpose of healing. And that's made me okay. But I, I find that those that reject truth or, or are f- afraid of it, can I just call it what it is, are quick as a quick fix to say you are this and that and that. no not true mm-hmm. i i am reflecting my father uh it's okay to flip the temple the, the tables in the temple there is a moment for that and mm-hmm. and if you're motivated by love for the purpose of healing and growth and progression of the church that you so desperately love then i'm good mm. yeah. yeah powerful
0: yeah i love that love we forget that in a lot of the things yeah right yeah as we lead in the church love yeah
4: yeah both of you said you love the church yeah yeah
0: and you are h- hungry and longing yeah. for
4: healing in the church, yeah. for truth and light and love to be there.
2: Whoa.
0: What's happening right now? Mm, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like Goodness. heartbreaking. It's, it's real, though. I think the tears are real. There's been a lot of tears shed. Yeah, It's not, you know, again, you know, as friends together, it's not been easy. It's mm. been hard and a slog and Difficult and challenging disappointing and and grievous like it's these are emotions that for many people don't feel all in one like you can feel one but then everything everything that you believed in or built or were a part of Is Mm. crashing down and it's hard. So the tears are real. Yeah, and
2: and just that just takes away tears five seconds I realized that I was in a place of deconstructing of sorts and I had to check myself, always checking the motive, right? As I'm removing stones that have been placed wrongly by man with evil intent, I don't want to move the chief cornerstone. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I just needed to say that for someone because that word is Mm -hmm. right, deconstructing, yes. But as you're removing what is not good, don't remove the chief cornerstone. Mm. Stay connected, stay plugged into Mm -hmm. the source, don't walk away completely from your faith and yeah. that's the place I had to mm. find myself yeah. I
1: love that show because yes. like you're removing all the unnecessary pieces right to get right to Jesus again so right and yeah. I, I love that you said that because yeah. there's so many things that sometimes block our um, recognition or reliance or dependence on Jesus because we've built everything around it and some of that deconstruction is getting rid of that if I'm hearing you correctly yes. it's like getting back to that the main thing is the main thing.
4: Yeah. And even getting rid of false Jesus, our own perception yeah. of Jesus that's kept us locked in and we don't leave room for the true Jesus. Oh, so good. Yeah. If I can go real practical on how I've been playing this out, I just was sharing
3: with you before we hit record today, one thing I've been doing as a practice for myself is I've been listening by cho- choosing to listen to worship songs, from times in my history where God was really at work in my mm-hmm. life in a freeing and beautiful way. So maybe I go back even to like Shine Jesus Shine yes. Yes, 1993, Lord. you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is, but for, for an encouragement mm-hmm. for all of us and for people who are listening to us today, mm-hmm. like wh- however far you got to go back, five years, 10 years, 25 years, go on, you know, your, your music app, and listen to some music from that cuz those are songs, prayers, truths that you said and were true mm-hmm. then and mm-hmm. they're still true. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that might be a way for us to for me it is mm-hmm. a way to reconnect with like prayers and things I said to God and he said to me mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. and it's healing for me. So
0: mm-hmm. maybe it's, it's So glad we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Matt for you, what has this year been like?
1: Oh yeah, man all over the place I'll, I'll i'll summarize it as quickly as i can uh my wife bobby said to me at one point this winter there's some stuff that we can work through together as a couple spiritually and there's some things that you just need to deal with mm-hmm. and i don't know why i just needed to hear that and so i was on a walk with jesus and i realized i gotta i need some help in some things mm-hmm. and so god provided this wonderful older lady to be like a guide for me mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. led me in places that so quickly in our times together as a spiritual director, that I'm just realizing all these kinds of things about myself that Jesus wants to help Mm -hmm. unlock Mm -hmm. that I've been like, so I'm not, I'm not going to be emotional right now, Mm -hmm. but it's been a real learning for me about a whole bunch of things. And one of the main themes I think is I, she asked me the question, what do you feel like you're carrying in this backpack Mm -hmm. that you feel like you have to carry? But Jesus has said, what are you doing? That's not yours to carry. And and as I've been working through around that idea, I realized there's so many things as an achiever, as a three on the Enneagram that I feel like I have to do, mm. and I no longer know why I'm doing them. Mm. Mm. And but by letting them go, I'm finding like a deeper sense of intimacy with Jesus, freedom to dream again, yeah. mm. wow. which some in some ways yeah. when you're saying about the, mm. the music from the past, it unlocks an era where you felt like more, maybe more freedom. That's at least how I think yeah. about those times. Yeah. So. God's getting I don't it's not an answer like in terms of complete Mm -hmm. it's like a dot 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 I've started to realize some things about myself which is really cool as someone in their mid-40s like there's some good things ahead but it's also going to be some hard work for me but that's a good thing I've been learning a lot about myself and could never have done that without someone to help guide me there and that's letting go of self or like I got this on my own I don't we need community we need people with different perspectives to speak into us and our, and our kind of who we are and our character and our leadership and mm-hmm. be open to that. And I, I just am so thankful for mm-hmm. this person Amazing. who's been a guide to me. It's beautiful, Yeah.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: How about you, Mel, if you had to?
0: Wow, well, um, yeah, I think, you know, through my ordeal, my two month ordeal, you know, my emergency surgery on my jaw and mouth and mm-hmm. three days in ICU. Uh, I think the lessons, I mean, there's many, but I kind of did five. The absolute gift of life, mm. wow. you know? And now I wake up in the morning and I literally, i mean, emotional, when I breathe. I'm like, <laughs> thank God for life. Yeah. Like I, I think the gift of life, the also the fragility of life. I think I was living like I was just gonna live forever and be healthy and not have to think about health or my pace or my rhythm. Mm. I just thought this, I'm 20 every day mm. and I can do what I do and everything. And I didn't realize how fragile life is until something like this happens. Mm. I think also I learned that the necessity of community and friends and family. If you do not have community, friends or family, I don't know how you go through crisis. Mm. I don't know how you do it, which which has opened up a lot of about, there are a lot of people that don't have that. Yeah. How can I be that? How can the <laughs> church be that? Yeah. I also think the importance of rest and rhythm I was not a restful person (laughs) and now in this place where I don't even have my energy really fully um, rest and new rhythms are essential Mm. and then I think finally a a crisis brings you to God or can actually remove you from God you have a choice you can look at a crisis and go yep I'm out I don't God you weren't there for me I'm out or you can be like I'm gonna lean in closer because I need him more than ever. And so those are cl- definite learnings. I know that I'm gonna be sharing you know, more about the story because there's a lot there that I'm learning and, and the emotion is still very high for me, but I am grateful for life. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't think, and many people didn't think that I would be here, but here I am. We're so very grateful for you to be here too. Thank now. you. I don't know why I'm so emotional. It's like season yeah. finale, it's supposed to be, <coughs> woo! And I'm like, but I think it's just, yeah. this God being like, yeah. here I am. Yeah. And so there's a so lot. Great. So, and I'm grateful to be here with you. I mean, to be back and to, yeah. to spend it with you has been, it's tremendous and wonderful. So mm. thank you. Um, quickly though, because I want us to be hopeful for those who are feeling uh, <laughs> some of this burden, but just a quick takeaway for, for someone who is carrying heavy burdens, who's, who's saying yes I agree, Mary, or yeah, Joe, and Cheryl, I'm there, and Matt, I'm there, Mel, I'm there. What's just something really hopeful, encouraging to someone who's caring a lot
2: today, Cheryl? Um, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He is love personified. He is the beautiful, loving shepherd, and he has not changed.
1: hmm mm-hmm.
2: Everything that's going around us is absolute madness. He has not changed. Church has veered off to a path that it wasn't originally divinely assigned to be, but he has not changed. And so because he is constant, because he remains the same, stay connected, lean in, stay close to the one who does not change mm-hmm. in the midst of all of this crazy chaos mm-hmm. that we see.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, half of what you're saying, I'm thinking about like, that's like the zoom in Jesus. And then I would also say zoom way out. Like, like there's this middle where all if we're in the middle of the mess. So zoom into Jesus, but then zoom way out. I just got back from Kenya and Tanzania. Uh, so fresh in my mind is what God is doing around the world. Hmm. There are amazing things going on in the church and in Jesus' name in many corners of yeah. the world. Yeah. And so if if you're feeling discouraged or you're losing perspective, either zoom in or zoom that way out. <laughs> yeah, Get that good. wide lens going mm-hmm, because good. there are stories every day of God's power, his love, his hope, yeah. and how normal people are being part of it mm-hmm. and changing lives. So we're going to yeah. coin people. a
2: phrase, miss the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Miss the mess of the middle. Zoom in,
4: zoom, <laughs> out. Yeah. I zoom, in, zoom out. I love okay. that. I love that. Um, I feel compelled to speak to the victims of abuse. I want you to know that you are seen, that Jesus sees you. Mm -hmm. His heart breaks for you. He sees your pain, and yet he also is your source of hope. We see you here, and we commit to stand with you, to walk with you, mm-hmm. to be there w- with you. So I just wanted to give that encouragement when you're in the depth of your pain, when you feel powerless, when you feel like no one is listening to your story, God will bring the people who will listen to your story. God will bring the people who will stand with you. Just hold on. And if, we could just, if you could just sort of imagine that here we are holding on for you, holding on to hope for you, mm-hmm. That healing will come. Your voice will be heard. Your story will be acknowledged. We're going to do this together.
1: Mm.
2: Hmm. Good. It's so
0: good. Thank you, Mary.
1: Crazy year. Sometimes hard to see what's good around us. I appreciate the zoom in, zoom out. Jesus once says, "How do I describe the kingdom of heaven?" It's like the mustard seed, the smallest of all the seeds. And yet when it grows and takes root, it becomes the largest of all the plants in the garden and gives shelter and safety to the birds of the air. And I'm like, we need to remember that it may seem small and insignificant, but Jesus and the work of his kingdom is all around us. Mm -hmm. We have to have eyes that are willing to see where God is at work and willing to join those places. And it's often not those spots that we want it to be happening. So how do we step and recognize these small seeds and not judge their worth based on how our culture or how humankind would uh, judge value and assign value and say, these are important, this is God's work. We join you in your work. And the seeds of the kingdom are everywhere, all around us. It's just, how do we pay attention to those things? So they're out there, those Mm -hmm. things are happening. Jesus is at work, God is at work, the kingdom is moving forward. Mm -hmm. And it's a place of love and safety for those who wanna find it.
0: So encouraging. I really think that's the wrap. I think what all of you have shared beautifully sums up the season seven love, seeing God's kingdom all around us, the zoom in, zoom out, Mm -hmm. that we stand with the victims and that it's all about love. Mm -hmm. We are faithful followers of Jesus. And I think that's that's beautiful that that amidst all the things that we have faced with, we still Mm -hmm. are committed to follow him Mm -hmm. and to do good and to do right and to do justice for all people. That's the call. It Mm -hmm. actually gives me chills. That's the call of what God has called us to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm so proud that each one of you are doing it. So a way to wrap up the show to you, our viewers and listeners, thank you for journeying with us all of season seven, for your prayers and encouragement, for tuning in, for listening to our podcast, and for more information about these amazing people, the work they're doing, their blogs, and all kinds of things, seehairlove.com. And as we finish the season and look ahead to season eight, know this, my favorite, my favorite thing to remind you of is a promise that you are seen, you are heard, and you are deeply, wholeheartedly loved by God. Thank you so much and we will see you in season eight.